Hey everybody, welcome back to the Practitioner's Podcast, where we're applying Jesus-style disciple-making to everyday life. This episode and all of our episodes are powered by Navigators Church Ministries, which helps churches make disciples who can make disciples. For more information or to get connected, go to navigatorschurchministries.org. Friends, we're so excited for today's episode. We're going to talk a little bit about one of my least favorite terms in all of scripture, obedience. 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 Because I'm a control freak, I don't like obedience. Justin, tell us who this episode is perfect for. Yeah, I will. Before I do that, I got to resonate with that. But for a different reason, not because I'm a control freak. I just don't like being told what to do that often. And so when somebody's like, obey, you better obey this. Uh, It's a little bit hard. And Jesus and I have been working on that for a while. And I'm much better at handling it from him than I used to be. And I'm growing and handling it from others. But this episode is perfect for every disciple who desires to grow in true obedience. So it's perfect for every disciple who desires to grow in true obedience. And what you'll see is it's perfect for you if you're one of those people, because this tool presents a ladder of obedience that helps enable assessment and vision that kind of opens up eyes and um opportunity to obey in a way that maybe you didn't realize maybe you can see that oh maybe i'm not obeying the way i thought i was so you'll it'll come clear as we talk about it but this episode is all about the five levels of obedience tool yeah and what i love about this is uh this was originally taken from a blog that you wrote justin um a while ago and the thing is is as you picture the levels of obedience i want you to picture a ladder or steps and there are five levels. And we're going to talk about each five of them. Justin will take some. I'll take some. I'm going to give you a quick overview of the five. So level one, inconsistent obedience. Level two, conditional obedience. Level three, provisional obedience. Level four, future happiness obedience. And level five, the one that we're all trying to get to, unconditional obedience. But just like anything, if we're going to start, we need to start at the very beginning because it's a good place to start. Level one, inconsistent obedience, right? And, and if there was one phrase that uh, embodied inconsistent obedience, the phrase would be what my younger self used to say all the time, I'll do what I want. Or I used to say it like this, I'll do what I want, <laughs> but... <laughs> But the reality is infant disciples um, make up most of the people that are in this stage, right? Sometimes they're even aware of what God desires, but they don't yet care enough about what God desires to put God's desires above their own, right? They maybe obey at times, but it's more coincidence rather than commitment. Some of the phrases that we see in this level is, I'm just living into my truth. Right, This idea that you have a truth is uh, one of the key things of inconsistent obedience. Right, Jesus is the truth. Right, That's the only obedience we really have. So inconsistent obedience is this idea that I'll do what I want. I'll do it when I want. And if it happens to line up with the word of God, great. Um, if it doesn't, well, I'm still going to do it. The other thing that's really noticeable in this level of obedience is if you don't have a scriptural backing for the things that you're doing, it's going to be really hard for you to be obedient. So 
one of the things that, that we talk about a lot in disciple making is when somebody asks a question, you'll respond with, well, where do you see? And they answer, where do you respond? Where do you see that in scripture? And so, uh, if they don't have an answer for that, or it's not in scripture, then you can probably bet that you're maybe living in that level one area. But the good news is you don't have to live there very long. Yep, that's exactly right. So there's there's other levels, there are other rungs of this ladder that are going to be going up. And as we go up the ladder, we're getting more and more obedient and our relationship with God is going to be healthier and healthier. So I'm going to be talking about um, the next couple levels here. Uh, what I want us to see, though, before we move forward is that these next few levels, so level two, level three, level four, reflect a transactional relationship with God. And so it's a bit complicated, right? So it's not that people aren't obeying at these levels, but they're obeying in order to get something. So they're giving a bit in order to get a bit. And so we just need to, to have our, our eyes opened as we look at these levels, two, three, and four, that that's what it is. So level two, the level of conditional obedience, and probably a good phrase to sum up this level is, if God gives me what I want, then I will give him what he wants. Okay, if God gives me what I want, then I'll give him what he wants. And so it's better, right? It's better than just saying, I'm going to do what I want. Uh, disciples at this level relate to God, though, like he's their servant, right? And so God is going to give them what they want. And after that, then they will give something to God. You know, maybe a servant, maybe like a pet, right? We do that <laughs> with pets sometimes. Like, sure. hey, come here. If the pet does what you're, what you're asking the pet to do, then he gets a treat. Right. And so with God at this level of obedience, it is conditional. Now, most of the, the people who sit at this level, they're not thinking of they're not conscious that they're doing that. Right. A lot of them would think, oh, no, I would I would never do that to God. But yet when you look at when they're obeying and when they're not, they're going to be obeying when things in their life are going really well. They're getting what they want from God, from their relationship with God, et cetera, et cetera. But when things shift that's when it really becomes clear, oh, you were actually at level two obedience. And that's why when things are going wrong, you're really struggling now with God. Okay, so level two, conditional obedience. If God gives me what I want, then I'll give him what he wants. Okay, and then the next level, next rung up is level three, provisional obedience. So level two is conditional. This is provisional. And the phrase for this level I'll give God what he wants as long as he meets my needs. I'll give God what he wants as long as he meets my needs. Now, if you're following along, really paying attention here, you might think, Justin, those sound basically the same. The second one, you're, God's going to give me what I want, and then I'm giving him what he wants. But the third one, I'll give God what he wants as long as he meets my needs. So there are two main differences between level two and level three. Uh, the first difference is, um, at this stage, right? So in level three, the disciple obeys first and allows God to respond. That's what happens on level three. This, the disciple obeys first and then waits on God's response. And level two, it's the opposite. They're waiting for God to respond and get what they want, and then they're going to respond. Then they're going to obey. Second, uh, the disciple only demands that their needs be met instead of also their needs and wants. Okay, so level two, it was I'll give him what he wants. So we're on a level of wants. 
level three, we move from wants and needs to, to needs, right? So again, level three, provisional obedience. I'll give God what he wants as long as he meets my needs. So I'm going to start with obedience. And if he's meeting my needs, then I will continue in obedience. But if I feel like my needs are no longer being met, then I will retreat back. I will step back from my obedience. I will step back from God. And then really, you're, another way to say is you're just stepping down the ladder. You're saying, okay, well, if you're not going to do that for me, I'm going to wait here until you do, and then maybe I'll respond. Okay, but so, so far, we have inconsistent obedience. Level one, I'll do what I want. Level two, conditional obedience. If God gives me what I want, then I'll give him what he wants. Level three, provisional obedience. I'll give God what he wants as long as he meets my needs. And that brings us to level four. Now, level four is interesting because at level four, what we see is a, a pretty big shift in the way that we think about our exchange with God, right? And when I talk about the exchange, what I'm talking about is my obedience in exchange for whatever it is that I want or need. So level four is is the beginning of surrendering the idea that it is in fact an exchange, kind of. So let, allow me to elaborate. It's future happiness obedience. So level four is future happiness obedience. And the best way to describe that is I'll give God what he wants, believing in faith that at some point I'll get what I need and want. Let me say that again. I'll give God what he wants, believing in faith that at some point I'll get what I need and want. And basically this idea is that his provision his provision is not mine to, to give out willy-nilly, right? So it's, I don't get to just decide. It's not Burger King. At this point, you understand it's not my way right away, right? At this point, we really begin to understand in our maturity as a disciple that I can be obedient, and I will do what God wants, and God will decide how it's all going to turn out, except that we believe that there's a delayed gratification, Right, meaning that I'm going to get what I need and want in heaven, you know, all eternity. That promise that we see, right? So it's it's about hey, I'm being obedient, and my needs and wants will get met whenever God decides. But they're still going to get met, right? So so we're walking into the relationship with an expectation already in hand. Now this is a significant growth from levels one, two, and three but it's not the fullness of where we can go. There's still more room. And we're going to talk about that in just a second. So how do you know if you're in this space, right? If you think about your relationship with God um, with an expectation of heaven and it's all going to be uh, eventually fine and I'm doing this because it's all going to be eventually fine. If you're walking into that relationship with that expectation, whether it's spoken or unspoken, you might be at level four and it would be worthwhile to evaluating because there's even more fruit to be had at level five. Yeah, that's, that's really important because level four, a lot of people get to level four and they look around and they think that's the top rung of the ladder. They think, well, I've made it because even if they're thinking, well, God's going to meet my need, it might not be here on earth, but eventually my need's going to be met. That sounds really holy. It sounds sanctified, and it's certainly better than the the previous rungs. But like Tony said, there's more, right? And so this level five, this top rung of the ladder, 
is unconditional obedience. And the phrase we have with that is, I'll give God what he wants. I'll give God what he wants. Disciples at this level have surrendered not only their wants to God, but their needs to God. They've internalized the truth that um, Jeremiah 10, 23 talks about. Jeremiah says, I know, O Lord, that a man's life, a person's life is not his own. It is not for a person to direct their steps. And so they basically surrendered and said, God, this, this life that I have, even me, I am yours. Do with me what you will. And I will obey you because I know that you are the king and I am not. Now that's, that's relatively easy to say and really hard to live out, right? Because when we are in a place where we feel like our needs are not being met, we want to, to squirm and to remove ourselves from the altar, remove ourselves from that level of submission and to go and get what we feel like we must have. But God does promise to take care of us, promise to provide for us, promises to love us, and so promises not to withhold um, what we need, right? So if you think about the, the passage with the, the snake, right? If a, if a child asks for a snake, what father is going to give it to him? Not going to happen. I'm butchering that, but I think you guys remember it. You were um, close. Pretty close. So just in translation. Um, this level, level five is really important because that's where we're all trying to get. That's where we're all trying to get. And this whole tool is really important, not only for you as a disciple, but also for disciple makers so that we can communicate clearly and effectively to those we're discipling about the the type of relationship and the type of obedience that God desires from us. A lot of people, instead of really surrendering to God, they are just trusting God for things. I'm going to trust God for um, this healing. I'm going to trust God for you know my needs being met. I'm going to trust God for a significant other. I'm going to trust God for uh, contentment and happiness in my life. But there's a difference between trusting God for and simply trusting in God. Hmm. And so this obedience piece, this ladder really helps bring that out uh, for us. Yeah, and, and there are a couple of kind of nuanced points here, right? Uh, that I think are important to hold on to as we think about this ladder. The first thing is we're really intentional to call this thing a tool, right? When used at its best, it's an evaluation tool. And for some of us, if you're anything like me, you may have to evaluate yourself on a daily basis, right? So I've realized, and, and you probably have to just by listening, we don't just live on one level, right? Disciples move back and forth from one level to another, depending on the issue of the day. I'll be honest with you guys. If I'm hungry, angry, lonely, tired, I may go all the way back to one. Like it's not uncommon for me. On a good day though, I'm at four or five, right? But, but again, my emotions can influence my ability to be obedient so much, right? Which is why sometimes I think they're from the enemy. Uh, it's, it's just important to evaluate where you are, okay? So that evaluation should be done pragmatically and without judgment because the second thing is and it's important to remember that doing the right thing is always 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 better than doing the wrong thing so said another way obedience is always better than disobedience regardless of the motivation so if if you're out there doing the right thing because you think it's going to work for you in heaven that's better than doing the wrong thing, right? That's better than living a life of sin, right? Turn towards the Lord and let the Lord lead you 
And um, I believe, you know, in that process of sanctification, you'll begin to see the fullness of life with Christ that comes with unconditional obedience. Yeah, I think that that's a question I had, honestly, in college as I was learning about some of this was, was it better to, if I'm not, if I don't have the right motivation, if I'm just obeying to get God to do something for me, is it even, should I even do it? And like you just said, Tony, it's always better to obey regardless of the motivation that we have. And obedience is really important, right? It's really important because it reflects our heart. And it's really important too, because Jesus has an expectation that those who call him Lord will obey. I remember in Luke 6, 46, where he says to his disciples, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do what I command? The two things don't fit together. If I am Lord, then there should be surrender and obedience that comes with it. And so Jesus, in, in that moment, in that time that he was interacting with his disciples, was frustrated that, that the words were not matching their behavior, that their speech was not matching the way that they were living. And that's concerning for all of us, just as it was for Jesus. Because if we see people doing that when we're not doing that, then it, it sheds negative light not only on us, but also on the gospel and on Jesus. And so that's why this is so important. It's so important because we can grow. There's no reason to stay at a certain level. And so we need to continue to move in obedience towards Jesus. And the key to that is surrender. And we can surrender more fully when we see him more clearly. And so if you're struggling, maybe you're listening to this and you're like, oh man, I'm on level two or I'm on some level and I know I've been there, but I've just had trouble moving forward. The one thing that I would suggest to you is that you spend more time with Jesus. You spend more time in the word. You spend more time with the word in you through scripture memory and bring that out when when you're in a place of temptation or that valley of decision of whether you're going to move towards Jesus and obedience or away from Jesus in the thing that you want instead. But the great thing is the Holy Spirit, he helps us and he is moving us to do the things that God wants us to do. All right, friends, let's get to our takeaway and action step for today. Um, We hope and pray that this This short little message was helpful for you. I know it's always convicting to me to talk about obedience. And so today's takeaway, mature disciples always move towards obedience that's driven by surrender. Mature disciples always move towards obedience that's driven by surrender. And the action step, reflect and identify which level of obedience best describes your walk with Jesus. I recommend writing it in a journal, dating it so you can come back and revisit it. But reflect and identify which level of obedience best describes your walk with Jesus. Friends, we're always thankful to be on this journey with you. So many of you comment, leave ratings or review on iTunes or Spotify. We're so thankful. We read everyone. Uh, This wouldn't be fun if it weren't for people like you who take time to listen. So, hey, do us a favor. Share this episode with a friend. Maybe somebody who can help hold you accountable in obedience. And until next time, friends, we'll see you guys real soon.